And welcome back to FST and Joe Pizzapia, Craig Fish back with you. And we've got a special guest here on the show and he returns to talk a little football, a little baseball. And I could not be happier to introduce him in the following way, which is 2019 Gold Glove Award winner. Lorenzo Cain. Well, I mean, Lo, why did it take so long for you to get that? I don't understand. Every year you deserve that that gold glove. You finally got it this past year. I was so happy to see that. Thank you for coming on with us. Appreciate it. No problem at all. That, that's a good question. It did take a while, but uh, it finally <laughs> happened. All right. So, so where, so where, where is that uh, gold glove uh, award? You got that in the house, or did you give it to family? I actually have not received it yet, so I'm, I'm not sure if they're gonna like wait for you know the season to start and maybe give it to me on the field in some way. So we'll see, but I don't have it at the moment though. Well, let's go ahead and let's start off with the football from the weekend. Though I know that you're a big football fan. Uh, we got some big games coming up this Sunday. And, of course, we got the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. The biggest surprise for a lot of people was the Titans going to Baltimore and beating Lamar Jackson and advancing to the championship. Did that surprise you? You know, it it, it really did. It surprised me because Lamar had, was fantastic the entire season. But uh, it, I guess it didn't shock me in a way because I did have the Tennessee Titans defense on my fantasy team all season long. And they're probably one of the more consistent defenses out there. And uh, I think they're really talented. So, you know, they played a hell of a ball game. And, you know, just being able to stop Lamar is is tough in its own. And uh, they find a way to go out there and get it done. All right, Lorenzo, I know you're a big Cowboys fan. You told us before the show started here. So uh, I got to ask the question. I I know you're disappointed because it was so much talent on that team. Dak had a fantastic statistical season. You have Zeke, you have Cooper, you have all these toys, right? But unfortunately, another playoff miss. Now, I guess the question is, how do you feel about the Mike McCarthy hiring? Do you feel like that's the right guy to steer this in the right direction? And he's less of a player's coach, more of a disciplinarian kind of guy. At least that's the reputation around the league. So as a Cowboys fan, are you looking forward to this new regime here and moving on from Jason Garrett? And do you think he can get it right and get you guys to the playoffs again? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, I know a lot of fans been calling for Jason Garrett head for a long time now. So. <laughs> Um, it's, it, you know, I feel like Garrett has, I don't know what, over 10 years to, you know, right the ship to get the Cowboys going in the right direction. And, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately he wasn't able to do that, but, uh, you know, I've been, I didn't know much about Mike McCarthy, but, you know, I've been doing my homework a little bit and, uh, you know, I, I saw, I read somewhere where he said he was, I don't know if it was in his barn or basement or somewhere, you know, studying players and, and just studying the game in general and, uh, finding ways to, to improve his coaching abilities. So, uh, it was definitely fantastic to hear that because I was I was a little skeptic at first of the hiring, but after seeing that and 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 seeing how much work he put in to be a great coach, I think I think now that he is the right man for the job. We're talking to Lorenzo Kane, Gold Glove Award winner, 2019, two-time All Star, of course, with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, before we get back into fantasy, let's just throw it out there real quick, though, because you know a lot of people are going to be watching the games this weekend for sure. Uh, give me a quick idea who you think is going to win. Do you think that Tennessee has enough to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs again and run Derrick Henry 35 times again and beat this team this week? And then secondly, what do you make of the Packers going to the 49ers this week? Do you think there are any upsets involved? Yes. Um, for me, you know, um, it, it, for me, it's going to be really tough for the Titans to to upset the Chiefs. You know, um, you know, I played in Kansas City for a while there, so, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to root against them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the guy's a real deal. You know, Travis Kelce, all those guys, um, Tyreek Hill, 
you know, those guys are the real deal. And uh, I don't, I think their offense might be a little too explosive, explosive for uh, Tennessee's defense. And I think they're going to get the victory for me. Um, and just speaking of the Packers, speaking of the Packers, um, you know, now I'm with Milwaukee, so I can't really get the Packers either. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of stuck in the middle with that. But uh, I'll be rooting for for the Packers as well. You know, Aaron Rodgers, the guy's a beast. Um, and, I, you know, I kind of – I really dislike, you know, the 49ers very, very much. <laughs> very much. So um, I'll be rooting for the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs to, to go out there and get it done. I'm, I'm looking for a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what I want. Well, any Cowboys fans that have any self-respect for themselves can't possibly be rooting for the 49ers. I think that, you know, that's got to go down to the, to the Michael Irvin and Aikman days and even before that too, for sure. But uh, obviously, you know, I know a lot of the athletes, a lot of the major league baseball players are huge fantasy football guys. And, you know, I know those leagues are super competitive. Sometimes there's varying amounts of money on the line here and a lot of bragging rights. So I got to ask you, how'd you do this year in your fantasy leagues? And who was your guy? Everybody has their guy that they picked that they had a good feeling about that either, you know, whether you're playing in weekly leagues or if you're, you're playing DFS, you're playing, you know, uh, season long. Who were some of the Lorenzo Kane guys that uh, that were the guys that you thought would be good that actually did work out for you this year? You know what? I Just picking my team this year, you know, once I got done with the draft, I felt really good about my team. But um, this year was probably my worst fantasy than since I started playing fantasy. Mm. And um. For me, you know, I picked uh, Devontae Adams. He was my number one pick. Uh, I had the well, I had the tenth pick of the draft, mm-hmm. so he was my number one pick. And uh, you know, he had the turf toe for a little bit. He did, and that 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 kind of hurt me. That hurt me big time. And I had Chris Carson. I don't think he had a he had an okay year. It wasn't great. I had Leonard Fournette. Um, I had Hunter Henry. You know, Jarvis Landry. That's all in the Tennessee Titans defense. And I had Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers as my quarterbacks. So I thought it was a pretty solid team, but um, I only won four games this year. So definitely a, a tough, a, a tough season for me. And um, it was in my, you know, Milwaukee Brewers uh, league. So I'll definitely be hearing about it all. No, season. we got to help you. We got to help you improve. We can't let you go back in your locker room that way, right, Craig? Yeah, yeah, Lo. I mean, come on, man. I'm expecting better than that. You're smarter than those guys on there. You play in a lot of leagues. You should do a lot better than them. But. Lorenzo Cade is with us here and, of course, talking football and, and moving to some baseball as well. Uh, so two years ago, Lo, you joined the Brewers. It's the big splash with you and Christian, and you guys have a fantastic year. You guys had a good year again last year, too. But I guess the talk for the Brewers this year is kind of more about the guys that are gone, honestly, than the guys that are there. And I know recently there have been some additions in uh, Garcia and uh, and Justin Smoke. And, and when you're talking to the guys or just kind of watching the, the hot stove, what do, you, what do you make of your club going into this year? Yeah, um, you know, at first, you know, you know, um, you know, my first year there, you know, I was so you got so used to seeing those guys, you know, uh, you know, the Arcias and the Aguilars and Perez, like all those guys that were there and basically half our team is not there anymore. So um it, it it's tough to see all those guys leave because like I said, we had a we had a real real a lot of fun and we had a good chemistry. And honestly I just don't know what to expect with all the new guys coming in. You know, because I don't really know much about them. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, that's when you, you rely on, you know, our, our GM Stearns. You know, he, he, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to put a, a great team together. And you just re- rely on him and, and, and understand that he's going to put a solid team out there on the field. And, uh, my job is go out there, you know, push, help push everybody, help, you know, bring the best out of everybody. And hopefully we can, can, uh, you know, make a playoff push and, uh, yeah. hopefully go deep in the playoffs. 
Yeah, as a follow-up to that, you had a chance to see a player that, that we're all going to be very familiar with this year because we, we got a little glimpse of him last year, Low. But is, is Keston Hira, do you think he's the real deal in terms of hitting? And I know that defense is something they talk about a lot, but it really seemed like that could be one of your next stars on your team. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. The kid is, is, is the real deal. You know, he has power to all fields. You know, um, I feel like he's a great hitter. And uh, when he got there last year and and – and he just did unbelievable things for us. You know, he boosted our lineup tremendously. And I remember him getting sent down. I'm like, what are we doing? He needs to be back up here. <laughs> we were all saying that. I got news for you. Every fantasy player out there, every fantasy analyst, what is going on? We were waiting so long for him. But you definitely think he's the real deal? Yeah, I think he's the real deal. You know, the guy's going to hit. He's going to hit for average. I think he's going to hit for power. You know, um, like I said, he's improving defensively. You know, he's working He's working his butt off each and every day to make sure he, he's the best second baseman out there. So uh, he's a guy that's going to put in the work, and that's all you can ask for. A guy that's going to go out there and put in the work and uh, play his, play 100% and, and give, it, give it his all. But I definitely think he's the real deal for sure. Well, you've been the real deal for quite some time, too, and obviously it showed when the Royals had those great runs and now these great runs in Milwaukee, too. And part of your game has been that stolen base. And I'm fascinated to ask you because, you know, you're actually one of the people who can answer this question directly, being mm-hmm. a guy who still goes out there as a, as a five-tool player and still will swipe 25 to 30 bases a year. And yet we see front offices time and time again now recently kind of devalue that stolen base in some of the analytics that go on in baseball. But you're a ball player first and foremost. So I'm curious, do you see value still? I mean, obviously you're you're still out there doing it, but do you think that maybe some of the analytics might not be getting it right in that sense? And then the stolen base is actually more important than maybe the front offices are, are seeing it nowadays? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think stolen base is huge. Uh, being able to steal bases, uh, being able to go first to third. I think you need players like, like that on your team. You know, um, you know, we, you know, we, it's, it's enough base cloggers out there. You know, uh, we, we need guys to you know, keep, keep the uh, double play, stay away from the double play. Um, guys can still take the extra base at any time. It's something that I think we need more of in this game. But, uh, you know, nowadays the, the game is, I mean, people love to see the home runs, you know, I've never been a, a big power threat. I'll hit you 10 to 15, but, you know, for the most part, you know, uh, guys are swinging for the fence, you know, and uh, that's just kind of how the game is, is going towards. But I continue to try to play my game. You know, I try to hit for a high average, you know, try to swipe bags, play solid defense, and just kind of be that all-around player. And, uh, you know, I had a down year last year, you know, um, played through a lot of stuff last year, but I'm I'm feeling great, working my tail off the entire offseason, and I'm looking to get back to the player I know I can be. Uh, out there on the field. So uh, I'm definitely feeling great, feeling healthy, and I'm ready to get this thing going. Well, if that was a down year, I mean, come on, you're being too modest. I mean, the gold glove, I mean, they finally gave you the gold glove. I mean, it was ridiculous for three years we were calling for that. Everybody was, and uh, you were finally recognized for that. Uh, we're here with Lorenzo Kane as we wrap up uh, here on the show. Lo, you know, I got I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you this question because it is the, the hot story in baseball, and certainly I don't know how much you could speak to it, but uh, with everything on Monday that happened with the Houston Astros, I'm sure – uh, you're aware, uh, you know, their manager mm-hmm. um, was suspended for a year and then fired by the owner. Uh, the commissioner suspended the, the general manager for a year and then fired by the owner. They were taking draft picks away. And of course, they were fined uh, millions of dollars low. Um, you know, obviously, we know things go on within the diamond and within the white lines for sure in the game. This seemed to be way out of bounds with what happened with the Houston Astros. What are your thoughts on how the commissioner levied these suspensions? Well, for me, I think they got off light. You know, that's this is my honest truth. I think they got pretty light for me. So, uh, you know, doing what they did, like I say, to to win the championship, I think they got really light. So, um, 
I mean, it's 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 so hard to win a World Series and it's so hard to get to the playoffs and and accomplish something so great in this game. And um, like I say, to only get a year and only get fined up, you know, a few million dollars, which is nothing to an owner nowadays, you know. So um, for me, I mean, you know, where my stance is on it is they got off light, and I just kind of where I'm where I'm at with it. Well, listen, fair enough, Lorenzo. You're always honest and to the point. And we wish you the best in 2020. We got a lot of fans of yours that listen to the show for sure. And you said you'll give them 10 to 15 home runs. We're going to put that down. We're going to add another five to that total, another five steals, and everyone will be happy. Thank you so much for coming on as always. Have a great winter. Have a great uh, February and spring training. Stay healthy, and then we'll catch up with you again during the season. Thanks again. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, there he is, Lorenzo Kane, Gold Glove Award winner, 2019, two-time All-Star, joining us here on FST, and we'll be right back after this.